You're listening to the Rua Space Podcast. Hello, friends. Welcome to a new episode of the Rua Space Podcast. I'm Phil. And I'm Erin. And we're thrilled to have you here with us where we explore how we can make space for the Holy Spirit in our everyday lives. And today we are launching our short series, I suppose you could say for November, where we're going to focus on different aspects of gratitude. We figured approaching Thanksgiving, that's really important. And to be perfectly honest, we didn't want to do a long study because we're excited to unroll an Advent study during the Advent season. So it seemed like this was an opportune time to take a little space to explore gratitude. And it kind of flows into Advent, which is this time of preparation for the coming of Jesus. And so what better to kind of enter into that time than gratitude. And of course, for Thanksgiving in the United States, at least, it's this time of giving thanks, right? But it can easily sort of get lost in football and turkey, which... (laughs) I like um, how football is the first thing you mentioned. (laughs) Well, because that's the most important part of Thanksgiving is the football. I mean, that's... Right. Glad we ironed that out. (laughs) If they canceled football on Thanksgiving, I think we'd have to move Thanksgiving to a Sunday. I think I'd be just fine. (laughs) So with all that said, it is this time of Thanksgiving, and in church history, the church has often made different parts of the year seasons to focus on different things, because we are people of rhythms, right? God sort of built in, I mean, you think of six days of work, one day of Sabbath, God gave the people feasts, and these feasts were often meant to remember what God had done, and celebrate what God had done, and shape them for going forward. And so our hope is for these few weeks to sort of make this a season of gratitude. And that's kind of why we've named the series a season of gratitude, that it's three weeks to say, how can we intentionally, for these three weeks, make our practices about gratitude? So our Lectio Divinas will probably be on passages with gratitude. I'll do probably a guided meditation with gratitude. And we're going to talk about different ways to sort of practice gratitude. And that's kind of important because kind of right there, we're sort of making a differentiation that gratitude isn't just a feeling, right? It's not something that just happens accidentally. Gratitude itself is actually a practice. Yeah, that was actually funny. You went right there because that was where I was wanting to start as well, which is that for those of you who maybe today are listening to this and not feeling like you're in a mindset of being gratitude or thankful or grateful, It doesn't mean that this doesn't pertain to you and come back when you are feeling that way. Instead, the gratitude is really about practices we can do to become more grateful. So if you wait to have gratitude, sometimes you can miss it completely because it may not just happen. It takes a lot of intentionality to cultivate that in our lives. Yeah, it's a, again, it's, at Rua Space, we talk a lot about how spiritual disciplines are habit forming, right? Mm-hmm. That it's not as if in meditation or Lectio Divina or something, that's like opening a specific gate, that that's how you will hear from God, that now you'll experience God because this is the key, right? God doesn't work that way. The idea behind the spiritual disciplines is that it's it's an invitation in ourselves to open up to the fact that God is already speaking, God is already available, these types of things, right? So you may experience God 
you know, more intensely during a spiritual discipline, but it's not as if the discipline itself is like a special code, right? Mm -hmm. It's more about the intentionality and the habit forming to become people that experience God in all things at all times. And we have to do that on purpose for Mm -hmm. it to happen. Mm -hmm. Well, and I, I think too, that exposure to the thinking about gratitude and making that habit it's a lot like if you've ever been around a child who's always asking why you can't help but become curious about the things they're investigating because you start thinking about it and you're like I don't actually know (laughs) like I, I guess we should find out why this is how things are or if you've ever been around a person who's like perpetually grumpy you just start to feel a little pessimistic and grumpy yourself and so I think this this practice of gratitude is a lot like this. By constantly bringing ourselves around to it, whether we feel like it or not, it will in time bear fruit of us becoming grateful people. Yeah, it, it shapes a lot of how we experience the world. And I, I like with what you mentioned there, it ends up shaping those around us as well. When yes, we live in that type of way. <laughs> no, absolutely. Um, it sort of bleeds over like Mm -hmm. many of the spiritual disciplines do to extend beyond just that one uh, little time. So it's interesting to me that even, and we've talked about this person in his book before, A.J. Jacobs, the guy who tried to live the Bible literally for a year, he talks about in one of his speeches that he didn't necessarily believe, he doesn't believe in God necessarily, right? But he prayed these prayers of gratitude every day and that shaped him over this year to becoming a person who is more grateful and Mm. not just for the big things like thank you god that i have a lot of money or a car even like thank you god i didn't trip when walking up on the stage to give this speech thank you god that i arrived at work today Mm. so it is about the big things but it's about cultivating gratitude even in the small stuff so even a non-believer not by my judgment of him by his own explanation that he didn't become a christian says that this habit shapes us. And I think that's because it's built into us by God, that all good things come from God. Absolutely. And you see that in the popular culture right now, there's a big movement to cultivate a mindfulness or a grateful attitude or grateful intention or however they're wording it. And we would argue that or say, if you've come across any of that, I think those findings are really accurate and true. You know, there's a lot of psychological research about how uh, intentionally practicing gratitude will shift your mindset and make you a more positive person or it reduces stress and depression. And, you know, there's all of these side effects of it. And we feel, um, you know, when you experience that in science or medical or, you know, revelations about that, what it does is reveal a truth about God. And all it, truth is God's truth. Exactly. Right? And all exactly. To us. And when people study the human mind and the human body and effects of things, it's really revealing just more of how God created us. And so then when we look at that and then we come to our faith and we reflect on God, we can see, wow, so gratitude, it's not just a popular culture thing that is trendy right now, so we should jump on board. The trendiness of what's happening in our culture right now is without their realizing it, reflecting back to this truth about God that he made all things. And so we can 
reflect on that and we can experience a gratitude coming back to God has created it and what God created is good. And I think that um, that is really the core of where we're trying to go with gratitude. Well, that's the book of James chapter one, verse 17 says, every good and perfect gift is from above coming down from the father of the heavenly lights who does not change like shifting shadows. And so right there, it's sort of proclaiming that God has chosen to give us good things. I mean, do you realize how unlikely it is that you should exist? I mean, really, right? Statistically, yeah. (laughs) Right? Just the the very fact that you're alive. And I don't mean just in terms of your being made from your parents, but even in the universe, how small we are, right? All the little intricate things needed for us to be alive. And of course, we look at that and say, praise be to God that God did that. But it sort of reminds us of the fact that really we don't control very much. We don't control the fact that our earth is revolving around a sun at the exact right distance to give us the heat, that our atmosphere is made up of the correct amount of oxygen, that our bodies work in the way they do. I mean, right down to it, our very life is is a gift in this universe, on this planet, in this time. And I think when we can sort of reflect on the very fact that we are alive, the very fact that we are living where we are, that we are who we are, to me, that brings up an instant gratitude, whatever else is going on. That's sort of like the fundamental basic gratitude of mm-hmm. I am alive because God created me and God sustains me. Mm-hmm. And isn't that the foundation of a lot of the Psalms? When you start exploring gratitude, um, the Psalms can be a wonderful place to go to start exploring that. Because again, like we've mentioned, the Psalms will reflect all sorts of attitudes toward God. Gratitude and thankfulness is absolutely one of them. And you see that um, there's the reflections about God, you knew me before I was even created. You know, you knit me together in my mother's womb. There's Psalms of the greatness of God and the mountains and the heavens declare the glory of God. And there's this very biblical tradition and sense of sitting with awe and wonder and gratefulness as we look around and reflect at what God has done in the world because it is magnificent. And so often, like you're saying, we just we do just take it for granted. In a way then to sort of cultivate having gratitude in all things. I mean, even Colossians tells us, Whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. That's Colossians 3.17. So there's, and you, as you mentioned, you see in the Psalms so much of gratitude. Paul often starts and ends his letters with thanksgiving for the people in those churches. Mm-hmm. So what we see throughout scripture is a, an invitation or a command to give thanks in everything. And I think what that does is it shifts our perspective on a lot of stuff. And so when we can literally practice gratitude daily, and, and we'll talk about over these few weeks, a couple, a few ways that you can do this, but I think it's, it shifts your perspective on when bad things happen. And I know this has been happening for me and I'm still growing in this, right? I have more gratitude practices I want to grow into. I don't practice it daily as much as I should, but what I have learned is that And I think it sort of goes back to the A.J. Jacobs thing, actually, where I learned almost from him the idea of, hey, when I started doing it, it became an automatic response to have gratitude that throughout the day now when something bad happens or even something that's just frustrating or irritating or whatever, my mind is getting better at reminding me of the good in the moment. The fact that I have a car, 
the fact that you know someone cut me off or I'm late right and again I've talked about this before but there's a major road in our town where you can turn right and you have your own lane to turn right and people don't do it they like sit there till the light turns green and sometimes I'm sitting there like just go right and I, that anxiety builds up but in that time gratitude reminds me of wow I'm so grateful I have a car to drive in I'm so thankful I'm in a place where I have the freedom to drive I don't need to worry about you know, bandits robbing my car or whatever it might be. I'm grateful for wherever I'm going because I'm often going to something for work or a family event or a friend. Thank you, God, for those friends. Thank you for that job. Right. So mm. the, the gratitude then sort of shifts the perspective to say, wow. And this is part of mindfulness and meditation right in the moment. I feel this anger and frustration coming up. But kind of returning to our breath, returning to God is, wow, but God, you're here with the, me in this moment. And this is a blessed good moment. So gratitude can help shift how we interact with negative, difficult things for one. Yes. And we will actually be spending one of our future gratitude episodes specifically talking about gratitude when you don't feel grateful or something truly awful has happened or you're grieving. So this is just the tip of the iceberg on that part. But I know that one of the things we wanted to do was challenge you in a gratitude practice. And so what we were thinking, and, and this was kind of coming to me actually as we were talking about this, that I think could be fun is when this episode releases, it'll be November 15, which means that until the start of Advent, we have about 16 or 17 days, right? There's three Fridays and a little over two weeks. And what a gratitude journal is, this will kind of be the first one we would invite you guys to do. And we want to start it off with this right in the beginning so we have more time is each day to literally jog down, I think it's usually like three, right? We can keep it kind of Trinitarian here. Um, Three things that you're grateful for that day. And you could do it at the beginning of the day and the end of the day. Those are often times when the beginning of your day, right, helps kick you off in that direction. And then doing something at the end of the day helps bring you back. So, you know, starting it with your day then impacts the way you go and interact with that day. Mm. And doing it at night helps you sort of come back to what matters depending on what's happened that day. It can sort of recenter you. So our invitation would be over the next three weeks until Advent. And of course, we don't mean to say stop when Advent comes, right? (laughs) This is a practice that if you could continue in perpetuity would be great. But for the next few weeks, to do that in the morning and evening, three things you're grateful for and make it different things, right? And sometimes make it some big things, but get down into some of the small stuff too. Some of the stuff you may not have thought of. And one thing I thought would be fun is to have a different person in sort of the Rua Space community send us in a picture of those three things. And then we can post one each day during this season of gratitude as a sort of inspiration for one another in just being thankful to God for what we have. So what will it look like for people to share their photos with us? So How do you want them to do that? what we're going to do is we each day for these few weeks, we will post kind of a season of gratitude, probably scripture verse or something sort of around this topic, and then invite people to post a picture of 
their three things of gratitude for or that Or maybe day. one of their... Because really, we're saying six, right? Three in the morning, three yeah. in the evening. So maybe like post your favorite thing you're grateful for. Yeah, favorite for. thing or all of them. It's, it's a journal. You want to just take a picture of your journal. And whatever. that's on Facebook that That'll you're talking about. That'll be on Facebook. About. Absolutely. So you just find us on Rua Space on Facebook. And starting after this is posted on Friday... We will start this and every day you'll have an invitation to post and see um, what others in the community are grateful for. And if you aren't, uh, are, if you don't desire to photograph what you are grateful for, or perhaps it's not possible to photograph or you aren't feeling artistic that day, you could also post it with your words. Although pictures are a lot more fun, so... Yes, absolutely. We love pictures, but we love any engagement that people want to offer. So don't feel like if you're photographically challenged that you can't participate. (laughs) You can throw in your words instead. Absolutely. And so again, the hope with this practice, and if you're listening to this after this, you know, few weeks is done, feel free to go back and post or just to practice it on your own. And again, the idea here is that in this gratitude, we are remembering that everything is a gift from God, that as we praise God, because that's what gratitude is, right? Thanksgiving to God is praise. As we praise God, it shifts our perspective on a number of things, on difficulties, on giving, on life in general. And it's just an honoring practice to God that I believe shifts the way we interact with other people and people will see it. And I believe it is an opportunity to share this good news, to create space for the spirit. And so brothers and sisters, as you journey toward Thanksgiving and as you journey toward Advent, may you cultivate gratitude in your life. Not just a feeling that comes up every once in a while, but an intentional thanksgiving and praise to God for every single gift that God has given you. We're excited to be on this journey with you. We look forward to hearing what you are grateful for, and we look forward to cultivating gratitude with you during this season of Thanksgiving. Until next week, when we continue to explore this and the week after that, grace and peace be with you.